Any last-minute sign-ups? I'd like to audition Miss Darbus. I'll sing with her. Troy Bolton is not in my show. You're the team leader, not a singer. Do you ever think maybe I could be both? We're breaking free! High School Musical, coming in January on Disney Channel. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Disney Reel to Reel, a deep, deep, deep delve into the Disney animated canon. I'm Wyatt, and if you were expecting us to treat today's movie like high art, uh, maybe try finding another podcast, uh, because this is not. <laughs> we're here to treat children's animation like it's high art. Go go somewhere else. I am Rayleigh, and yeah... <laughs> Live action Disney movies are not where we're going to be the kindest. <laughs> no. Now, is it entertaining? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> but no uh, no in-depth look into how colors affect mood or <laughs> <laughs> or, anim- or like dissecting every segment of animation. Like, <laughs> like I feel like that it's worth exploring a few themes. That the that the movie raises, but like yes. it's not it's not like a... <sighs> it's not it's literally a TV movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. what 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 was the budget? Four point two million dollars. So <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, millennials, beware. Uh, <laughs> that's all I have to say. Yeah. But before we get into today's movie, we have to ask our personal Disney question. What you got? <laughs> All right, so I came I came up with this one real quick. If you were in Zootopia, what animal would you be, and why? Hmm. Like my instinctual answer is to pick an elephant. Mm-hmm. Because of their memory, of because of their hearing, because of their emotional capacity. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know, they, they, they've got a dump truck in the back. I don't know. <laughs> valid. Honestly, valid. <laughs> but what about you? Um, okay, so... It's hard, because, obviously, one of my favorite animals is the fox, but I don't think I'm a fox, <laughs> you know? Um, so I think I would be like an otter, Mm. um, because I'm, I'm very lanky. I am a noodle. (laughs) Um, and I don't know. I feel like I could, I could live a happy life as an otter. (laughs) I mean, I think an otter is one that I think the gays have taken. So It is. <laughs> yeah. Right alongside Bear. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And, uh, oh, what's the other one? I think there's another one. There there, there are actually quite a few. <laughs> yeah, there are quite a few. <laughs> there, there are quite a few animal, <laughs> queer-coded animal terms. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Silver Fox is kind of, it can go either way. Uh-huh. Yeah, but. I mean, obviously you have Cougar, but that's like. Nah, nah. <laughs> We leave cougars for the straight it, women. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Um, and on that note, <laughs> let's talk about the 2006 Disney Channel original movie, 
high school musical? Uh, childhood movie right here. Three this, years old when this came out. Yeah, I was three years old. I was six. <laughs> and um, do you have any memories associated with the first few times you watched it? Or is it just like a... I mean, it was just kind of like a constant presence in my life <laughs> because um, Disney Channel was like one of the few channels that like my parents would like let me watch. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like sometimes I watched Cartoon Network, um, but like my parents were like pretty careful about like what I would watch. Um, like I never watched Nickelodeon ever um, until I got like a little bit older. Um and Cartoon Network was, like, the safer option. <laughs> um, and then Disney Channel was like, okay, this is definitely going to be appropriate for <laughs> a child. Um, so I just, yeah, like, I would I would watch it whenever it was on. Um, and I don't know. It's, it's the kind of movie that, like, it, it's so memeable um that like even before like the internet like before i i had access to the internet i like was like memeing on that fucking movie (laughs) like it has it has so many like quotes um and you know it just it's kind of stuck with me ever since like i first watched it watched it i'm happy to say that i've had a similar experience (laughs) (laughs) so glad yeah uh let's see i actually think that i might have discovered the disney channel like the year prior to this coming out Mm -hmm. because i was still in that range where like that's so raven uh lizzie mcguire kim possible like those were like kind of on their way out yeah and then we were we made way for the new era of the the hannah's montana's the um the sweet life's of those fucking twins and then uh the wizards from that waverly place which is wild because those three are like my big those those were like the shows that i watched yeah um uh i feel i feel like high school musical is like that bridge between the old and the new (laughs) i i feel like it is honestly (laughs) yeah um uh, but when i was younger i remember like it was a movie that I was, I wouldn't say that I loved it, but I remember that I was just so, like, swept up in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Like, there's, there's a story here, but, like, what is going on? I cannot, <laughs> <laughs> cannot articulate what is happening. Um, and then, as I've turned into an adult, I'm with you. I think it is... If there's any gift that the Disney Channel ever gave us, it's this meme of a movie. <laughs> it's it's High School Musical and Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior that are my my top memeable <laughs> Disney yeah. movies. Yeah. And I just I just wanna Which came out the same year, by the way. Wendy Wu yes, also came out in two thousand six. It actually came out on my birthday. <laughs> oh my god. That's what I found out. <laughs> um and and just to put this in like context for me right now, uh, I've been experiencing tension headaches 
for a little over a week. <laughs> um, and it wasn't until Sunday, this last Sunday, that I was like, hmm, maybe I should double dose on that ibuprofen. Because um, <laughs> I've been taking like one every two days, uh, which I wasn't doing myself any favors. But um, let's just say like after a, a rough, well, not a, after a pleasant <laughs> work weekend, uh, the Sunday evening, I popped High School Musical onto Disney+. Plus. I hadn't seen it in, <laughs> let's say, maybe 10 years. <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen it all over the internet, but like I yeah, haven't taken the time You haven't time like to watch sat it. down and watched it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I've laughed so hard in a long time. <laughs> It's it's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many moments where I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's a reason I only watch High School Musical like once a year. Yeah. And once a be- year? Yeah, once a year. I watch it once a year. Um, because like I can't. You, you gotta, like, wait a certain amount of time before you watch it again to let the joy really, like, get you. Yeah. <laughs> And boy, howdy yeah. did it. And boy, howdy. <laughs> um, Honestly, it's one of the few, like, decoms that, like, is an actual comedy. <laughs> like, And yet it's played totally straight. Oh, it's played totally straight. And <laughs> it works. And, like, a lot of the, 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 the adjectives that I've been finding in, like, critical reviews about it is about how, like, saccharine and sentimental and, like, schmaltzy it is. What? <laughs> um, oh, my God. And I think there's only one scene where I th- I thought they they hit the landing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the rest was just so ridiculous. Yes, there are some, like, feel-good themes in the movie, but... <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, there were literally only two moments where I was like, Okay, that was cute. I like that. Yeah. The rest, yeah. <laughs> the rest of it is just hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess uh, because this is not a animated feature film, we are going to give a very general um, overview of the context behind this movie. So... Uh, it's a DCOM. It's directed by uh, Kenny Ortega, who is most well known for directing the films Hocus Pocus. I think he was involved with Newsies as well. Oh, interesting. And he's also worked on the Descendants films for the Disney Channel. That makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two of the campiest <laughs> movies in the whole canon. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, stars Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens. It was really weird that in early promos for the the movie, they referred to her as Vanessa Ann Hudgens, and I was like, was that like a personal choice, or was that like a were we just into? I mean, was she was she like new to acting? I at did this not. Point? I did not check to see if that was her first project. No, it was not. Okay, uh, her like, feature I mean, film, her feature film debut was in thirteen, which was released three years before High School Musical. Yeah, I just I wonder if at that time that was like her like stage 
name or like whatever like like the name that she because like and that is her full name mm-hmm. um so maybe yeah that's just yeah. what she was credited as at that time but then she like changed it to just be vanessa hudgens later yeah and i'm i'm seeing that in the the posters and the promo for 13 it it, it does say that she's vanessa Ann hudgens okay yeah so. that that makes sense okay so maybe it was also like just like a 2000s thing i don't know <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, it could just be a two thousands thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We're we are not here to overachieve on this. No, no. we're just here to about to talk about a movie that we like. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> a movie that's funny. <laughs> it's it's quite funny. Um. Uh, filming occurred in two different high schools. There was East High, which is based in uh, Utah. Yep. And there's Murray High School, which is also in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're both in Salt Lake City. I did not know that. Yeah. And then additional filming occurred in Los Angeles. Uh, apparently, the pitch by the screenwriter Peter Peter Bossaccini, Barsaccini, excuse me. Uh, was that it was to be like this modern ad- adaptation of Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. And it was also intended to be a Greece reunion. Or no, no, it was a Greece sequel, but it was meant to be a reunion for uh, Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that didn't happen. <laughs> I'm so glad it did not happen like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm happy with the result that we got. <laughs> yes. Um it generated 7.7 7 million viewers in its premiere broadcast. Uh and as of 2019, over 225 million viewers were calculated as having watched it. And its soundtrack was a big fucking deal. Oh yeah. Like, I think I actually owned the deluxe soundtrack. <laughs> That's kind of hilarious. And I lost it God knows how many years ago. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> I have, de- I have uh, depraved myself. Uh, deprived myself. Of I am not good with English, and that's my fucking degree. Like, <laughs> so what is wrong with me? Anyway. Um... But yeah, that's that's the big information. So so how how are we gonna go about talking about this? Um, do we want to like give like an overview of the plot <laughs> and talk about that? Uh, sure, sure, we can do that. Do you I feel like do that you might wanna... be a, a good start, but jumping off point at least. <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, we're in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, there are these weirdest two... setting, by the way. Like, yeah, it's so that fucking is such weird. a specific setting. But like, they yeah, they like they just mention it that like yeah, it's Albuquerque, New Mexico, and it's like what? <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe they've got like a good middle class family. Because like usually with on. like decoms, they like try to like keep the setting like just ambiguously American, mm-hmm. you know, like they usually don't like, if they give it like a town name, it's like, 
Springville, you know, like it's like the most common name ever. Oaky Oaks. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> But they're like, no, not this one. <laughs> Albuquerque, New Mexico. I mean I represent, just, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Hey, go New Mexico. You got high school musical set there. <laughs> but then again, you're filmed in Utah. Yeah, but it's filmed so, like... in Utah. So it's like, mm, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, basically what happens is there's these two high school juniors. I did not know that. Yes, they are um, juniors. Uh, we got Troy Bolton, played by Zac Efron, and Gabriela Montez, played by Vanessa Ann Hudgens. <laughs> uh, they meet at a New Year's Eve party doing karaoke, and they are instantly in love. And then they go to the same high school, and they want to be part of the, the drama department. They want to be part of the spring musicale called Twinkle Town. Yes. But it turns out we've got some, we've got a pair of siblings, Sharpay and Ryan Evans, who are played by Ashley Tisdale and Lucas Grabeel. Uh, and they are like the drama darlings. They don't want anyone to steal their spotlight. Uh, and then we got uh, Corbin Blue as, as uh, Troy's friend Chad, a basketball player, who's like, hey, dude. Maybe don't be part of the musical because then you'll be branded as gay. Uh, but also, the what is it like nationals or regionals? Yeah, yeah, are like yes, on yes. the same day um, as like the audition, as well <laughs> as Gabriella's scholastic decathlon. Yes. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot we had to explain what a decathlon was in our yeah. <laughs> earlier episodes. <laughs> <laughs> to explain the decathlon. It was really important. Basically, uh, something that geeky high schoolers do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because she says that I don't want to be the school's freaky genius girl anymore. Yeah, because, like, she she freshly... She's, like, a new student, right? Because she moved from somewhere else. She's a transfer, yeah. Yeah, transfer student. So, <laughs> she's like... I don't want to be the smartest one here. <laughs> oh my god, get a fucking life, <laughs> Briella. <laughs> oh um. my god. Anyway, um, and and then through some trials and tribulations, uh, Troy and Gabriella make their way to to the the callbacks, um, with the help of their their school pianist named Kelsey, and. Uh, Oh, I, I totally forgot about his dad. Oh, yes. Uh, the basketball coach is mm, yeah. Troy Bolton's father. Mm -hmm. um, and he is also very against Troy joining the musical. Um, I mean, it's it's literally like... <laughs> it's like the most ham-fisted thing to ever exist. <laughs> of, like, the dad, like not wanting him to do anything except basketball. <laughs> and it's like... I mean, he's he's doing slightly better than Corbin Blue because he doesn't walk around everywhere with a basketball in his hand. That's very true. Um, but <laughs> he is also, like, it's... I mean, he's a DCOM dad. What do you expect? <laughs> I, th I would go so far as to say he might be the DCOM he, dad. <laughs> he is the DCOM dad. Honestly, yeah, I think you're right on that one. Um... Like, I would probably smash Coach, Coach Bolton. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he might call me a slur. 
I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I'm all. Did you watch guilt, the Dream Sounds video too? The dream sounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad she's gone, but got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Um. Actually, I might leave her videos on this subject in our show notes because I think she did a way better job of explaining this than we ever will. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. But then let's see. what. Uh, the, the... Oh, oh, we forgot um, that, that, that their friends try to keep Troy and Gabriella apart, but they decide to rekindle things. We'll get to that. Um... <laughs> yes. Um, but then and they, I mean, they... like, also, I have to say, the way that they like keep them away from each other is so scummy. Like it's so scummy. I know. I know. We'll get they're, to that. They're terrible people. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> we know. Uh, but then they write their wrongs. They're like Troy, you can be in the musical, and we won't think you're gay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, "Thanks, guys." And then they sing "Breaking Free." Yeah. And then they break down all the barriers of clicks and uh, stereotyping. At least until the sequel. <laughs> At least until the sequel. They're like, oh, we're, we're, we're diverse at East High. But as soon as summer vacation comes in, we're back to our old selves. Absolutely. Uh, and then they have a dance in the gymnasium, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> I mean, it's very easy to summarize this plot, but like... <laughs> The nuances are what the make nuance, it hilarious. <laughs> yes. Because there's a lot that happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, and a lot of a lot of words that are spoken. Yeah. Um that like make that make this like one of the funniest movies ever. Yeah. Like I was trying to think like what makes this so different from the animated films that we're talking about? And I wonder if it's like the animated films, it's like the sum of its parts are as great as its whole in most cases. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Ralph Breaks the Internet. Um, but with High School Musical, it's like the sum of its parts are are greater than its whole. And it's like... <laughs> I just love... I just love the little things that make it tick. Mm-hmm. But as, as a whole, it's boring. So... <laughs> yeah. Um... So, um, I guess to go further, I, I, I made a list, um, of things, uh, <laughs> cause that's proper media criticism. You make lists of things. Um, but I all, I phrased them all under the question of why don't I love High School Musical? <laughs> like, unironically love it. Yeah. Um, and I have a list of negative elements and positive assets. Okay. So, should we get the bad stuff out of the way first, or the positives? Should it be like I'm, a compliment sandwich? Like what? <laughs> I'm always a, a bad news first person. Okay. Um, we were already like pretty nice to it going up, so we already have a sandwich going. Okay. So great. We, we we can we can do the bad, and then we can get to the good again. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. So. I, I think I have how many? One, two, three, four, five, six. I have seven things listed. <laughs> Epic. Okay. First one. Deliberate, minimal, 
gay representation. Yeah. And this is it's because it's it's a movie made in 2005, 2006 where the culture is still being like kids are going around saying like oh, that's so gay or like, yeah, yeah, like gay was the punchline. Yeah. It was the joke. Um so that's yeah, that that was culture at the time, unfortunately. Yeah. Um and we have Ryan Evans who he is more of a doormat in this movie. Yeah. And I guess it's better for him to be a doormat than for him to be a punchline. Yeah. I I would much rather him be a non-character than to be a character that is constantly ridiculed. Yeah. But it's like near the end, it's like he, once he goes against Sharpay, then he's like cool with most everyone else. Yeah. But it's like, it's not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's also the undercurrent of like, I mean it as a joke, but it's kind of an undercurrent where Troy is interested in musical theater and everyone's freaking out because they're like, oh no, the star basketball player is a homo. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, no, you, you can be straight and still (laughs) be able to like practice self-expression and stuff. Um. Do you ever think that maybe I could do both? Oh, also, also my one of my favorite out-of-context lines. What the heck are those two doing up in a tree? <laughs> that, one, that one's good. <laughs> that one's good. Oh, man. Any other thoughts on that? Um... I mean, I, th- I think it's it's pretty easy to summarize, you know, it's... Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, I think as the series went on, Grabeel wanted Ryan to come out as gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kenny was would have been cool with it, but Disney was like, we're not ready for that. Because... <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this next one is more just like a broad... Um, situation uh this is a g-rated caricature of high school drama for kids pretty much yeah i mean yeah like as someone who lived through high school (laughs) same uh and that's the good outcome (laughs) living through high school um yeah this is not accurate at all no um and I'm not even talking about, like, I can suspend disbelief and be like, okay, these kids are singing and dancing in a cafeteria, whatever. Yeah. But also, like, would the 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 um, the drama director turn down a soprano for <laughs> a musical? Literally, no. <laughs> She's um... like, oh, how nice of you to share, to sing the note that is not heard in the natural world. And <laughs> I just, like, also the, like, <laughs> clicks are a thing. They mm-hmm. are. But they, they're not like this. <laughs> no. Um, I just like to think of it as, like, everyone is, like, closeted. <laughs> honestly, that's, that's my headcanon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
This is the most repressed high school I've ever seen. <laughs> it's it's so repressed. <laughs> um <laughs> like at least at least everybody is bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> Even the fucking um, oh fuck, who is it? Oh, I don't, I don't think it's a primary character. I'm thinking of um, oh, fuck, especially the the pirouette guy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that made me laugh hysterically. <laughs> that was my favorite moment of the entire movie. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, I. I, w- I was looking through like some like um some like quotes from High School Musical, um mm-hmm. to see if I could find like my favorite one, um and I found the context for <laughs> the what are those two doing in a tree? <laughs> the fact the response to that is, it's called Crime and Punishment, Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, proximity to the arts is cleansing for the soul. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. I didn't I don't I actually think that one went went through me because I was so focused on his line. Yeah. Um It's cause it's cause Coach Bolton like basically was like, Where where's my basketball team? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what the heck are those two doing in a tree? What the heck are those two in a tree? <laughs> um also, I, to add to the G-rated thing, there is not one emo kid at the school. <laughs> Which is insane. That's bonkers. The The closest we get are the skater kids. There's always at least one. Yeah. Like, one person who is, like, full goth every day. Or, like, That's... those... Do you remember the scene hairstyles? Or, like, scene... Yeah, scene kids. Yeah. My God. Where were they? <laughs> Yeah, especially since this was, like, the 2000s. There, there should have been a shit ton of scene kids everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I think the closest we got was that there were a lot of overweight extras. <laughs> Which, it, it made me feel weird because it's like, oh, if you increase the budget on a DCOM, do the, do the chubby folk disappear? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows, but okay. Um... All right, next point. Rose-colored outlook on adolescence. Yeah. Like, it's... The fact that these kids... I feel like Troy and Gabriella, they kind of act like teenagers, but, like, everyone else is a fucking caricature. (laughs) Yeah, like, I can buy Troy and Gabriella being, like, awkward teenagers. I can buy that. Everyone else is, like, so cartoonishly over the top that it's, like, I'm not watching real people right now. Call back! Ah! (laughs) Another meme moment. Like, Um. the fact... The fact that someone said, Behold, lunkhead basketball man. (laughs) That's not a real sentence somebody would say. (laughs) No one talks like that. Nobody would ever use lunkhead basketball man in a description of evolution. Literally. 
Never. <laughs> the, human, the human man has evolved from from primate to Neanderthal to lunkhead basketball man. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I should have done a bit more research on some of these things because we're just breezing right through them. Yeah. Um. My bad. Um. It's fine. Yeah. I just. <laughs> Nobody's real. <laughs> Nobody's real. Uh, next point, there are some rough acting performances. <laughs> That's putting it softly. Softly. <laughs> My favorite moment of bad acting was when uh, Kelsey, I think she's played by Alyssa Brolin. Yeah. Uh, she is picking up her sheet music from the piano. She's about to walk away from her bench. And she just dramatically just flips all the pages up into the air and falls. <laughs> and she just starts like mildly, like just picking them back up and putting them uh, back in her binder. I was like, yep, that's TV acting. <laughs> the, the moment that gets me the most is when they're showing whenever Gabriella is the smart kid. Mm-hmm. That scene where it's like, this should be 16 over pie. And then, like, the chem teacher is like, what was that? And Gabrielle is like, um, the second equation, should, shouldn't it read, like, 16 over pi? And she's like, that's impossible. I stand corrected. And it's like... <laughs> she's not like other girls. <laughs> I literally, I watched that whole scene, and I'm, like, getting, like, secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, it's not, like, it's not even that, like... She's like, it's not like the fact that she's like correcting the teacher. It's, yeah. it's the whole like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, shouldn't it be like, oh my god. I was just thinking that maybe like, it's oh god. I hate I hate acting choices like that <laughs> so much. I don't even know if that's just an acting thing. I think it's also it a script be problem. <laughs> just a script problem, yeah. Um, but like, it's yeah. I just. Oh, can't can't do it. Uh, I I'm trying to. There's the guy that I'm thinking of, but I don't know his name. Had a bad acting performance. He was one of Choi's friends. Uh huh. He he was there to help Kelsey get her fucking bowler hat off and let her hair down and put that basketball right through the hoop. <laughs> First oh try. I don't know his name, but that I'm, guy. I'm looking at the cast right now. Yeah. Also, um, I'm trying to think. Um, Corbin Blue was the youngest member of the cast at age 16. So I think anyone else that I highlight, I can. it's fine if I say they were, like, cute. Um, I think his name is... Was it Ro Zeke? Or no? no. No, I think his name is Jason. Oh, okay. Ryan Sandbert, San, San, Sanborn. San, yes, him. Sanborn. Yeah, he was kind of cute. Yeah, but in like a two thousands way. Um, I forgot the principal was named Principal Matsui. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the real principal of East High. <laughs> they got him in on it. <laughs> that's so funny. If that's true, I, I'm. No, I'm sorry. Fuck. No, there... he he's an actor. He's an actor. Oh my god. Um. He was also in the Karate Kid Part Two. 
Oh, well, uh, then. well then. High fuck School me. Musical Part 3. Um, and Con Air. <laughs> Look at you getting the information. <laughs> <laughs> Was also in Rising Sun from 1993. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have heard of that, right? <laughs> You've heard of Rising Sun from 1993. Uh... <laughs> Joey Miyashima, who was Principal Matsui, was young Japanese negotiator in Rising Sun from 1993. <laughs> in Con Air, he was tech guy. <laughs> Thank there you very you much. Thank you very much. Thank you, IMDB. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, since I am looking at the, <laughs> the cast list, um... In case anybody was unaware, um, Zac Efron, in fact, did not sing. No, he did not. And the true voice of Troy Bolton, um, the singing voice, is Drew Seeley. Yes. Um, um, he is I've, the one who's saying the actual numbers. Yes. I've gone ahead and recorded an episode about High School Musical, the concert, with a very special guest that you guys will mm -hmm. be hearing in a couple weeks. And Drew Seeley took Zac Efron's place on that nationwide tour. As he should. I don't know about that. <laughs> he was also in another Cinderella story with Selena Gomez. Huh. And it is weird because their age gap is intense. <laughs> um, but in, in the concert... Uh, my guest and I agreed that he gave off like youth pastor vibes. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, so I guess the only other person I want to highlight—they didn't give a bad performance, but I just wanted to highlight because there's a really interesting fact about them, meaningful to us. <laughs> um, Chris Warren Jr., who plays Zeke, yeah, he was actually born in Indianapolis. Oh wow! Yeah, Hoosier. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cute. So. <laughs> It, it it was it was an improvement in the third movie. He was part of the I Want It All music, not musical number, the song. Yeah. Um, and he was part of that, that Tiki bar setup during that montage. Yeah. And he had some great abs. Okay, now I recognize him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. Are, are we doing good? Is this like... <laughs> I've, I feel like this is this is like the most like conversation heavy video. Because yeah, it's, it's not like we have like an outline. We are discussing this movie. I know, but it's like, are we having fun? I'm having fun. <laughs> okay, that's all that um, matters. Oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're not. <laughs> no, I was like. I Sunday night I was totally prepared to record for this and then something happened I guess I don't something know happened. I don't know I woke up at like 7 30 a.m this morning so I'm <laughs> sorry I'm watching the pirouette guy again <laughs> I just need to watch that a few more times and then I get a quick high yeah so. then you'll be good <laughs> it's hard to believe that I could not see. <laughs> you were always there beside me. <laughs> and then Ryan's so fucking moved by it. 
<laughs> oh my god. You know what? I think the reason why is because it's more fun to watch it than to talk about it. Yeah. I <laughs> Honestly, watching it and then talking about it like during and immediately after is like the best way to yeah. enjoy high school musical. Yeah. So I probably should have held out a few a few more days. Um <laughs> watched it this morning. <laughs> He's hiding behind a mop bucket. Yeah. She's like, "Why are you hiding behind a moth bucket?" Fucking weirdo. Um anyway. <laughs> Speaking of which, next point. Befuddling script. John Barsaccini. What happened? <laughs> How did how did the word lunkhead enter that st- script, dude? <laughs> how I feel like okay, this script is like the most like prime example of an older person trying to guess how younger people talk. Exactly. And it's just wrong. <laughs> it's so it's it's wrong in a way that's like it's not cringe inducing because cringe is dead um but it's it's strange <laughs> um and is it I don't strange know. as in like a fever dream or is it just like strange as in like you've misrepresented your age group it might be a little bit of both <laughs> <laughs> Like this is kind of a fever dream. So yeah, like it is it is kind of a fever dream of a movie. Um <laughs> but also like the fact that like I don't just miss the mark so hard. <laughs> like holy shit, man. Um I don't I don't know how you It just makes I think the most interesting thing about this movie to me is its place in the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah. Like, 2006 was such a big fucking year for teenage girls and pop culture. Like, you had this movie, I think Taylor Swift's debut album dropped (laughs) that year. You had Hannah Montana. You had, like, the emo girlies jamming out to Panic and... My Chemical Romance and Fallout mm-hmm. Boy, and I, I, I think I think about that because that demographic is kind of still, um, like uh, dominating the 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 media that we are consuming today. I, I would say so. Yeah, um, teenage girls are they're the demographic. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's almost strange how popular High School Musical became with its strange facility facsimile is that the word I'm looking for? Um, strange, strange dialogue. Um, facsimile of ha- of of American youth. <laughs> yeah, like the strange facsimile of youth at that time. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> that's not how teens were at that time. <laughs> no. That's how they were, like, at that time. That would have been, like, 60 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, the 1940s? <laughs> like, 
You and actually, yeah. you know what? You know what? What I thought I I had this idea like on Sunday, so I was like, oh, it's probably too late to bring this up to you. But what could have made our discussion a bit more interesting <laughs> is that uh, it's like comparing and contrasting this movie with like another older teen movie. Yeah. Like I was thinking specifically of um, there's a Judy Garland and Mickey Rooney movie called Strike Up the Band. Uh-huh. It's about these two high school age kids yeah. who are trying to get a spot on a huge band leader's like radio show or whatever. And it's so unrealistic. It is so saccharine. It is so yeah. <laughs> like it is. I was thinking about that the entire time I was watching High School Musical and I was like. We're, we, we're kind of simps for the 1940s. So I was well, like, I mean, you mentioned that this was supposed to be like a like almost like a grease thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It was almost going to be that. That makes so much more sense. Like, because, yeah, this movie is very, it it feels like I'm watching some kind of 40s, 50s teen movie, but it's set in the early 2000s. Yes. (laughs) The mid-2000s. The mid-2000s. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I mean, it came out in 2006. January. So it would have been in production in 2004, 2005, depending on how long production took. I mean, on a $4 million budget, I think it probably took a year. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, I mean, early to mid 2000s. Um, Yeah, yeah, for sure present day at that time (laughs) (laughs) time is a is a is a concept (laughs) it's a it's a fickle thing um so (laughs) i almost lost my whole point Uh, (laughs) but yeah it's it's this it's this old style of movie in the mod the modern quotation marks age um and yeah like you you saying that just kind of like brought that up i was like yeah that makes it make way much like way more sense (laughs) yeah that's why it's so weird because it's like it's like a style of movie that was like out of date even for then (laughs) yeah exactly but i mean kenny ortega i think he is a fan of like old movie musicals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Which, I mean, I don't blame him. No, no. <laughs> I never really realized it before you said that. I was like, yeah, this does feel like a... I feel like they're about to start, like, snapping and shit and yeah. have, like, a gang war. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's West Side Story. Yeah, it's like, it's full West Side Story. Yeah. <laughs> It struck up the band. It's West Side Story. It's Grease. It's <laughs> it's everything. Fill in the blank. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then when she does the the fucking callback scream, but then it does that zoom out, and everyone is just looking back towards the school. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a fucking meme. Oh, it's so good. Oh my god! So should we have watched another movie with this? <laughs> okay. I guess that's what I'm getting down to. 
honestly, I think this is a good lesson for next time. <laughs> <laughs> it might be good to like compare two movies rather than just talk straight up about one. Yeah, because I don't know. <laughs> this is a really weird thing. I thought this would like produce a lot of conversation. But <laughs> am I tripping on drugs right now? <laughs> like what is happening? Um So yeah, we'll keep that in mind. Or we can just cover the an influential m- movie of this type next week or, or in two weeks or whatever. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> this is strange. Um, well, we're we're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. Um, this is this is kind of a trial and error kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. Um, but then I guess we can go ahead and move to my next point in the negative elements category, which is the song "When There Was Me and You." Oh, this is the fucking memest song I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, the fact that she. Has lines like, I know you're not a fairy tale, and dreams were made for sleeping. And then when she tries to do the wish upon a star line, she crouches down and points directly up at the (laughs) ceiling. Honestly, one of my, one of my, like, biggest, like, things that I hate is people who, like, mime the lyrics while they sing. I hate that so much. (laughs) She's not a good lip synker. Yeah. Um I I hate whenever yeah, I hate whenever that happens. Um I hated I th- it. I also hated it um because the main actor in Dear Evan Hansen does that. A Ben um, Platt. And it drives me crazy. I hate it. I find it so stupid looking. Yep. Especially when I'm supposed to like you know, suspend my disbelief. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, think, why are you, like, hand acting every lyric as you go? Yeah, I think Zac Efron was the worst. Oh, yeah, Zac, Zac Efron's really bad about it. <laughs> Especially like, at the start of something new. Yeah, so, like, I, it, it makes the whole thing unbearable to me. Yeah. I'm like, I can hear what you're singing. I don't need you to make little hand signs. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stop throwing gang signs at me while you sing. <laughs> <laughs> Another memeable thing in 2006, I think. White chicks and gang signs. Yep. Because <laughs> that's the culture. Yeah, it wasn't the culture. Oh, God. Um, next point. <laughs> Final point. Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to our our traditional 1940s 50s high school teen movie thing. Mm-hmm. I strongly believe that if you took Judy Garland, Mickey Rooney, Zac Efron, and Vanessa Hudgens, and you made them swap partners, we would have an an indisputably good and bad kind of movie. <laughs> Vanessa deserves Mickey. Zach deserves Judy. <laughs> oh my god. So maybe that's why people remember them is because they bring out 
each other's strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Oh <laughs> I don't know. Because she's just like... this. I think this is her second feature film. Yeah. And... I mean, she, again, I got to give her credit because like she was like a like this is her only like second like her second feature film. So like it's not like she has a ton of experience under her. No. Um, but, but also you can tell it's only her second feature film. Yeah, it's, I think it's a, just a direction problem. Yeah. I don't, like I don't just, think she I, was I directed yeah. well. I don't. No. I dare say that I don't think anybody was really directed well. <laughs> I think Ashley Tisdale was directed pretty well. <laughs> I mean, but Sharpay is just Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> I know. Um, and I think I think Ashley just had like a really good. Like, and she handle. had the experience. Yeah, she had the experience, and she just knew her character. Yeah. So she was in fact able she to knew her she knew well. her so well that she and Lucas had like a really like dodgy professional relationship because <laughs> he was such a control freak. Yeah. And he was like not into it, but once they knew that that's what the casting directors and Kenny and everyone wanted, he he got cool with it. Yeah. But it was rough in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Um but like everyone else I feel like So is she wearing extensions? She might be. I don't know. Because there's something about her hair in the stick to the status quo scene where I'm like, she might be wearing a a mini wig on top of her hair. (laughs) Sometimes it looks like she's wearing a wig. Yeah. It really does. Um, But what I was saying was like, I don't want to say it was like juvenile direction, but it was definitely like mild, mild. um, Yeah. And I feel like probably a lot of these actors weren't the most experienced. No. Or if they were, then they weren't used to, like, not being directed, so. Maybe. I don't know. But, it, I mean, this film sparked so many careers. So. It did. <laughs> like, we, we wouldn't have Zac Efron any other way, I think. <laughs> Who knows? I don't want to live in that alternate universe where there was no High School Musical. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what would that be like? <laughs> a world with no High School Musical. Um, <laughs> that's the only difference. <laughs> we wouldn't have Get Your Head in the Game. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> and we wouldn't have um, any any Sharpay. Oh no! That's unfortunate. <laughs> That's very unfortunate. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Ashley. <laughs> I don't know. Mostly, I would be sad because there would be no High School Musical too. <laughs> I, and I that's the better that's, one. <laughs> it's the probably the better one, but I've heard so many people like throw shade at it. Um, that's because they have no taste. 
High School Musical Two is the superior of the three pill the the, the 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 three films in my opinion. The three pills. Films. Pills. Films. Pills. Films. <laughs> Banning. <laughs> Pan. Panning. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I will say the second one, I, I feel comfortable saying this because everyone was of age. It's definitely the horniest of the three. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think as, as I was getting into puberty, I think that's why I was like, yeah. <laughs> also, Ryan, learning- and, Ryan and Chad had something going on. They swapped uniforms. <laughs> there was something happening. <laughs> Oh my god. We're I'm lear- I'm sharing too much, I think. Um <laughs> Uh let's see. Uh okay, positive points. Positive points. We finally made it to the positive points. We're an hour in. We made it to the positive points. Jesus. <laughs> Breaking free. Yes. We're so red flying. We're breaking free. <laughs> This is the one scene that I felt that everyone was being completely earnest. Yeah. Like I thought it was cute. It's it's a it's a good scene. Yeah. Um like there wasn't anything too over the top except <laughs> her outfit. <laughs> her outfit, yeah. It was like, it was like, it was like librarian almost. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to knock it because that's how I dress now. Oh my God. I'm a a library assistant, so I'm kind of required to. (laughs) Um. Let me, let me, let me, let me get another look at it. See if there's anything. Let me just make sure I'm remembering it right. Yeah. She's got the the pink shirt with the rolls on the sleeves. Scrunched up. They're scrunched up a little bit. Then she's got the floral skirt. That's not librarian. I think you're mistaken. (laughs) All right. Be the fashion expert. Tell me (laughs) what it would be. It's... It's giving... Okay. It's giving 50s popular girl. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Particularly with the hair. With the hair um and the pink shirt. The the ribbon. The ribbon. It's giving 50s popular girl. Yeah. All she's missing is for to turn the back of her hair into like a really big ponytail. Yeah. But then she'd be pulling off Ariana Grande before Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? I. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next. I don't point, know where already... your brain's going. <laughs> I am. I am simultaneously watching the movie, and it's like I'm just not give, getting any vibes unless I'm actively like paying attention to it (laughs) oh no it's it's a surreal feeling um (laughs) uh then we already talked about the little gold mine of memeable content yes 
what are some other notable moments? Uh, um, whenever they're singing um, Status Quo. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole number is kind of like a... <laughs> it's got something in it. <laughs> it's got something in it. I was literally tempted to open the episode with like a, a riff on on that song. On status quo. <laughs> yeah, because I was about to be like... I was wanting to be like, hey, Wyatt, I'm, I'm like a Disney podcaster, but I've got this secret that I've been keeping inside for so long, and I wanted you to be my, my chorus, being like, open mm. up, dig way down deep, and then I'd be like, I actually like writing Bara about Steve Rogers and Clark Kent, <laughs> and, when they're, and when they're sucking the <laughs> and, when the <laughs> and then he <laughs> and then he <laughs> him up the <laughs> not another word. <laughs> oh my god. But I thought that would be too elaborate. Yeah. So, so I yeah. Because I mean, in that song, there's the classic, like you know, I play the cello, <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh my god, wait, is that where the exchange happens? Where it's like, um, like what is it? And then like he like mimes playing the cello, and it's like, so it's like a saw. <laughs> <laughs> And then she wants to pop and lock and jam and break. And they're like, is that even legal? <laughs> <laughs> Status quo is just special. It's a special, special scene. All right, next point. <laughs> next point. Next point. Uh, we already talked about Tisdale and Grabiel. Uh, we talked, I think my final point that we haven't devoted a whole lot of time to is get your head in the game. Gotta get you, get you, get you, get your head in the game. Gotta get you, get you, get your head in the game. I remember that they kept talking that scene up because of how, like, intense the choreography is. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if it's more about a cinematography kind of thing. That makes it more dynamic. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, speaking from, like, experience, um... Trying to choreograph a number is hard enough. Choreographing with a camera in mind. And with an inanimate object. Yeah, like with, with multiple inanimate objects. Because, yeah, you have multiple basketballs going. That makes it insane. Yeah. Because there's so many, like, things that could go wrong. There's so many things, like, a basketball could go flying. Someone could trip. Someone can, like, you know, one person forgets their place and suddenly the whole shot's ruined. It's, it makes it infinitely harder. Um, so there's, there, there would have been a lot that went into get your head in the game. Yeah. I, I was like, if there's one thing that this movie deserves to, like, have a feather in its cap, it, it's that, that scene. Mm hmm. Was that I the mean, right phrase? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know words. <laughs> High School Musical gets brownie points. For yes, yes. Get your head in the game. <laughs> yes, yes. Because um, that that would have been insanely hard to do, um, and I mean they they nailed it. Yeah. Um, and I I don't even want to know how many shots, uh, like how many takes that would have taken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I should have checked up how many shooting days they had as well. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, according to IMDb, they say it took 24 days to film this movie. Ah, okay, so not even a month. I, I don't know if that's accurate, but I, I don't care enough about it to question it. I mean, that feels like a really short time. Yeah. I don't know, even movies that only take place in, like, one location, they take, like, over a month. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, any, any, any other points to raise? I'm coming Um. off like I'm so bored. I'm (laughs) Um, I mean, I feel like we, we touched on quite a few things. Um, yeah, I, d- I think so, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a person who likes this movie, but I can recognize its flaws. <laughs> yeah. And I'm willing, I'm willing to talk about them and discuss them, um, but I, I still, I still enjoy this movie. It's a, it's a piece of my childhood um, I got big nostalgia for it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I just, I watch it and I get a good laugh and that's my time. Uh... <laughs> it's a, what, what kind of movie would you, would you specify it as? Is it like a guilty pleasure? Is it like a, is it like a go-to like sick movie? Is it like a, I mean, like, it's not like a guilty pleasure because I'm not guilty about enjoying it. Um, <laughs> I, I unironically enjoy it, um, but I also ironically enjoy it. Um, and, and like I said, I watch it like once a year. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, just like last week's movie, I think that might be the best way for me to watch it again. Just once a year. No, 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 no. With you. Oh, so with you. Like... Yeah, so we can talk about it. Yeah, that's that's honestly the best the best way to do it. Yeah. Um, honestly, I would describe this movie. It's it's best when watched in groups. Yes, I it's think definitely so. a group movie. Um, yeah. Because you, it's you much... feel weird if you're watching it by yourself. Yeah, it's a lot better when you have a group of people to sit with you and make fun of it with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it makes it way more fun. <laughs> and I think that's the ingredient that I missed. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, I'm totally fine with not watching this for like another year or two years, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had a good time. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's what matters. <laughs> that's what matters, bro. That's what, What's that's what That's what today's lesson is. That's what today's lesson is, yes. As long as you have fun. Yeah. <laughs> and just be like, Zach Efron. What a twink. <laughs> yeah, he was a twink at that point. Yeah. I that haircut, it's weird, like it's a bowl cut, but it's like structured differently. I basically have like the Troy Bolton cut right now. <laughs> You love this movie so much. You're so dedicated that you you got I mean, the Zac okay. Efron bowl cut. I I don't have it right now. I my hair's too long, but I did while I was growing my hair. Like I'm growing my hair out right now. Okay. Okay. And whenever it like yeah, I, I kind of had that going on. <laughs> I have I have a longer 
Troy Bol- Troy Bolton <laughs> Troy Bolton haircut going on. So <laughs> it's it's the sequel you're giving that right now. Well, the sequel he cut it. Oh yeah, that's right. He had like a more normal hairstyle in the sequel. Yeah, yeah. That was like um, half a year after the first one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm literally looking at the bed on it sequence right now to look at his haircut. <laughs> yeah, he had it cut. Yeah. I don't know. I'm glad he. I'm glad he's doing okay. Yeah. I think that sums up all of our thoughts on High School Musical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we do our final question, or does this movie not quite hit the mark? I don't think this hits the mark. Okay. Um, unless, <laughs> unless you want to open the question up to how it affected DCOMs in the future, which I don't think you do. <laughs> I will definitely say it set a new precedent. It did. And every film that has hit the trends the way this did is clearly, like, it owes a debt to High School Musical. I feel like this movie... I don't know. I feel like it's better watching it now than it was at the time. (laughs) If only because, like, people like memes more. (laughs) (laughs) You like memes? Boy, do I have a movie for (laughs) For you. you. <laughs> I would okay. First of all, for that situation, I'd be like High School Musical two, but I have to show High School Musical one first so they understand High School Musical two. <laughs> you have to put the memes in context. Mm-hmm. I'm like, right. here's what came first. <laughs> That's a very responsible outlook on it. I yeah. I actually admire that. So. Because I'd be like, who gives a shit? None of this matters. Watch the second one. Nah. I'm 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 like, look, you have to understand where we came from. <laughs> <laughs> and then it came bet on it. <laughs> and then came I don't dance. <laughs> and then came uh what's the fucking song in the third one? It's oh. not I want it all. I I think I'm thinking of Scream. Oh, God, I forgot about the boys are back. Oh, my God. That's another good one. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Okay, uh, let's see. Okay, Scream is performed by Zac Efron. Yep. Troy Button, yeah. I think, I think that's it. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Why does Lucas Graybeard look the same? <laughs> He's got the he's got the um he's got the Paul Rudd syndrome. Yeah. He never ages. He, he looks older. the exact fucking same. Yeah. I'd say that maybe he's now a a bit more overweight, but <laughs> or are you talking like the distance between like the first movie and the third one? No, I mean like he still like looks like he still looks good. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, no question about that. But like, I mean, he's gained a little bit of weight, but he's not overweight. I don't think. Yeah, I'm one to talk. I'm like two hundred pounds, <laughs> all fat, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, I 
guess that concludes this chapter on Disney Real to Real. T for Troy. A T for Troy. <laughs> hope hope you guys enjoyed our little 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 romp through High romp. School Musical. <laughs> yeah, where what what path do we take next? I guess maybe because you raised the question at the beginning of the episode, we can take a trip on down to Zootopia. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have our have our fucking what's her name? Gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> the one the one that Shakira played. Yep. <laughs> and her sexy tiger backup dancer. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Until then, y'all can reach out to us at DisneyReal2Real at gmail.com or on Instagram at DisReal2RealPodcast. You can also reach us at DisReal2Real.tumblr.com Wonderful. Alright, so until next time, I guess this might be the start of something new, something better, I don't know. (laughs) I'm open-minded, so... Well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. It's kind of the catchphrase right now. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, have a magical day. Bye-bye. Send me queen. Send me mommy. 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 Send me queen of everything. Smack my ass like a drum, dick, come.